The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a wonderful Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys here, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys at the SWBC Studios at the Star in Frisco. It is week 15 of the NFL season, and the Cowboys getting ready to face the Jacksonville Jaguars. Back again with Isaiah Stanback. Hi. Patrick Nosey Walker. Hola. Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, how we doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. We had a, a day off from talking yesterday. Did you get some rest, Isaiah? I never get rest, Kyle. I was about to say, were you up again at 5 a.m.? No, I actually went to bed early last night. I yeah. went to bed like at like 9.30. Wow. Yeah. You're so that's, respectful. That's so early. For that's why my, you didn't answer my phone well, call. Well, I got my film set. Being that, I didn't have to come in here. I got a lot of my film work done. Mm-hmm. So last night, I didn't have to do my film work, so I got some sleep early. Hey, Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Sometimes you got to shut it down. My wife actually thought something was wrong with me. She was like, you okay? You good? I'm like, yes, I just got sleep. Something's <laughs> I'm right saying. Exactly, exactly. You better run. Patrick, you and I got to go. uh, We got to go serve at the Salvation Army yesterday, which was a ton of fun. Absolutely. We had a warehouse takeover and went to the Salvation Army. Beam was there as well. And uh, we were basically packing and delivering toys to kiddos and to families that were a part of the Angel Tree program uh, here up in North Texas. And yeah, really, really fun day. It was your first time being a part of it. it What'd you was. think? It was a great experience. Um, you know, shouts out, obviously, to Salvation Army and everything that they do and are able to do and continue to do for those that are less fortunate. Shouts out to the Cowboys as an organization um, for tag teaming with the Salvation Army to, you know, give us an opportunity to, to make some days yesterday. I mean, we really made people's day yesterday, mm-hmm. and that just put the biggest smile on my face. So just Tons of fun seeing the smiles, seeing the kiddos, seeing the the parents, you know, and, and having those conversations. So absolute wonderful. Happy holidays to everyone who was able to come out. Yeah, it was really, really a fun day. And it's one of the best days of the year. The hospital visits, too, that yeah. the Cowboys do annually, of course, had to skip because of COVID. But back again this year, that was on Monday. So it's a, a week full of service for the Cowboys organization. Uh, shout outs, credit to, to those upstairs that kind of set up and run yep. the whole deal and the, the partnership between the two. But absolutely, Salvation Army doing some fantastic work absolutely. up in the North Texas area. We've got something to talk about, gentlemen. Mm. Since the last time Don't we were we. on the air, we've got a couple things to talk about. Don't yeah. we. Including a new wide receiver in the fold. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything about myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isaiah Stanback has signed to a one-year deal. For the deal. veteran minimum. <laughs> exactly. Incentive-laden. I'll take it. Because uh, you've heard about the injuries. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's, there's an injury history. Yeah. What do you have to say about that one? Uh, you know, it's just logistics. Yeah. <laughs> Game roster bonuses. Different veteran wide receiver. Say, Britt saw you walk in and go, get out. Since <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed have, to be here. Exactly. Conversation exactly. before. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, veteran wide receiver, yes. four-time Pro Bowler, is now a Dallas Cowboy. He signed for the one-year deal. Uh, back on Monday, Monday afternoon was when the deal came down. Surprise, uh, surprise, <laughs> surprise! Yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere, but also there was a little bit of smoke from the off season. There were some talks there initially, but he never signed, never went anywhere. 
So, in to start our news and notes section, Patrick, mm-hmm. what do you think about the Ty the Ty Hilton signing? I really like it for for what it is. Uh, Ty was a name that I I myself was kind of tapping the table for, not necessarily pounding the table, but tapping the table for uh, back in training camp, back earlier in the off season as uh, as a target that the Cowboys should look at. Uh, this is a guy who's only two years removed removed from almost having 800 yards and five receiving touchdowns for the Colts um, in the final uh, season of Philip Rivers. Uh, and for those that are, you know, constantly wondering, oh, what about his injury history? Well, if you go back, he played 15 games in that season. I'm talking about 2020. He played. He had nine starts in 2021, and he's had plenty of time to get 100 percent and rest up before being, you know, possibly a mercenary for the Cowboys at the wide receiver position. Uh, this was a guy who, at one point, was in the conversation for could he be a, a potential Hall of Famer? Uh, and he's coming in. Yes, he's 33, but he's not being tasked with being the number number one wide receiver or number two wide receiver, and then Noah Brown's still going to get some reps at number three. That's going to aid in T.Y.'s durability. Um, and Mike McCarthy himself said it, all signs were a go. He's ready to go. He passed everything with fly, flying colors as far as the physical, medical reports. So I, I love the move. I love the move. I love the move. I love the move. What do you think, Isaiah? I'm not against it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see – him on the field. Okay. That's that's really what it you comes might down see to. see it this week. Yeah, I want to see him on the field. I mean, I know there were some some murmurs, at least in, internally here amongst our analysts, we were talking about the potential of him when, when the receiver position was lacking earlier in the season. Yep. And we kind of put some put some little, uh, I don't know what you, what you want to call it, but we, we did a little homework and got some insight, and people were pretty much saying that he had fallen off, mm-hmm. that, he, that he had slowed down. He wasn't what he used to be. Mm-hmm. Obviously, nobody really is at that age. and um, But that he wasn't really in a position to contribute in a major way to a to organization, which is why he hadn't signed with anywhere. Yeah, uh, That's why the Colts hadn't signed him back. So I'm interested to see if those reports are true. There's one thing between rumors and reality, right. and I'm looking to see, uh, watch him try to prove those people wrong. You know what I wonder, though, to, to your latter point? Uh, because as we all know, free agency is a two-way street. Mm-hmm. It could have easily been, because Ursay and, and T.Y. still have a fantastic relationship, um, but it could have been a situation where you see things went wrong with Carson Wentz, and then they make the, this blockbuster trade for Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan didn't look fantastic in his final you know, year with the Atlanta Falcons. Could it have been a situation where T.Y. looked at it and said, well, you guys haven't been doing so great with quarterbacks recently. Let's see how this plays out, and we'll revisit midpoint in the season. Well, then you fast forward to midpoint in the coach season, and T.Y.'s <laughs> probably like, oh, absolutely No not. head coach, right. no stability yeah, at quarterback. Absolutely not. And then, you know, fast forward, he falls right into the Cowboys' lap. So, that I mean, that's a scenario as well. It could be. And the only thing with me, and I, I credit Mickey Spagnola for this. That's not to me. <laughs> I think Mickey... Mickey makes me laugh because one of the first times I was ever on Talking Cowboys, I was at, it was as an analyst, or no, I was hosting that show. But then, but then Mickey, <clears throat> we were talking about free agency, and we were talking about somebody that could be available. And he, his big question always, always, always is, why is he out there? That's the question you have to answer. Why is he out there? And to the point where sometimes it gets very annoying to 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 hear that. It's like, well, we signed a good player; he's going to help this football team. This is one of those where it's why was he out there at this point in the season? He's been healthy, right. he's been uh, been able to to contribute at some point in the season to some NFL team, but he's not even been in a camp. He hadn't even been in a roster. 
Well, for me, it's the same question that you could pose with someone like Indominus Sue, right? Sue, okay. Sue was healthy, but there are these veteran mercenaries who are, you know, 30 plus years old um, who are fully healthy, who are just sitting there waiting to see what a good situation is because they're, they're not the ones that are likely to, to go through a full training camp. I mean, um, you know, Jason Peters, for example, he didn't sign to go through training camp. He was being ramped up on the back end of the preseason going into the regular season. So at a certain point when, when you have established yourself as such a valuable veteran who still has some tread left on their tires, even if you're not necessarily in your prime, mm-hmm. you're going to have some value, especially if you're you're fully healthy. And that gives you at least some leverage to be able to see how the season plays out and see which one of your potential several suitors has the be- best fit for you. I'm confident that the Cowboys and the Colts weren't the only two that were interested in signing T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. But if you look at it from the perspective of T.Y. Hilton, okay, who at this juncture um, might give me the best shot at getting to the Super Bowl and getting the ring in 2022, the Cowboys have a fantastic shot at doing that, sitting at 10-3, and three, only a couple games out from the Philadelphia Eagles with a dominant defense and so forth and so on, a franchise quarterback, dominant backfield. You got your top two receivers. I mean, it, it's not it's much, a good situation. It's not a much worse situation yeah. that you could get into. Yeah, good situation. You just don't seem very excited about it. Is it because of the tempered expectations? Because he's not expected to yeah, come in and be a number one or number two. Yards in five I'm not, games. I mean, I'm not excited for a number of reasons. We don't know what he's, mm. what position he's in right now physically. We okay. just don't know, right? I mean, we're hoping. That we that he's a you don't think just like we talked about with Odell Beckham you don't think they did their due diligence to figure out whether or not he was ready to go yeah I mean I'm not I don't disregard that nor do I question their ability to do their due diligence Mm -hmm. I question a receiver's ability to come in and fit in a system. That isn't just because a, a receiver's skill doesn't mean that they can just come in and get and get dumped into the system and be effective. Absolutely, same right. question with OBJ. Not only that, you don't have the most accurate quarterback in the league right now on your mm-hmm. team. So, and then that's once that's my second concern. My third concern is by bringing in more receivers. What does that now do to Mr. Kellen Moore, who got away from the run? Last week, when the run was still being, a, you know what I'm saying? So, there's, there's, more, there's, more mouths to feed. Yeah. So, like, that's those that are my Washington concerns. And James Washington's back. Tolbert, I'm sure, <clears throat> I doubt if he finishes the year. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's a lot of concern. I'm not excited because I have nothing to be excited about. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited. And when I say excited, it's tempered, and it's much like I said in the mailbag. I think the mailbag went up on yesterday. Um, what should the expectations be for T.Y. Hilton? And you should have some a little bit of excitement and optimism um, as a fan base, but temper it respectfully because you haven't seen it yet, but you also have to see how it fits over the next several games. So temper it and also understand that this isn't the T.Y. that was you know racking up consecutive 1,000-yard seasons, but if this is the T.Y. that got almost 400 yards a year ago and, yeah. and three touchdowns, yeah, that's if, awesome. you, if you can drop that into this mix, then it does, in fact, fit perfectly. But, I mean, to just, this point, you just have to see it. But I, I believe that it can work. Yeah, uh, I, And I, I have don't, fewer, way fewer questions on yeah. T.Y. than I do – Odell. Odell, absolutely. I look forward to it. I'll, I'll put it that way. I don't want to seem like I'm not in any form excited. I, if he can be who who he has been on film in these in these years that we've known to come come and know T. Y. Hilton, then absolutely, that's a great freaking signing. And you know what? Right. I mean, but if this, it doesn't work, then if you it doesn't still work, got yeah. other weapons. But, but my biggest thing is th- this: this organization understands that Dallas is going to have to put up points. Mm. That's that's the bigger mm-hmm. picture. Yeah. That's to me. That's the that's what this is spotlighting. 
we recognize we're going to some freaking points. You know, it's it's no quinky dink that you lose two of your uh, that you lose two of your starting defensive backs, and all of a sudden now you're looking to add more offense. Yeah. No, you're right. Things don't just fall into place like that. Like, uh, crap, all right, we're, we're hurting at one position. We might have to score more. Might have to get out there because there's going to be some big plays maybe given up because you don't have Anthony Brown, because you don't have Jordan Lewis. That's something to, to keep in mind. Who has more pressure on them to make T.Y. work? Because you mentioned three, three aspects to it. Yep. T.Y. himself, yep. Dak Prescott, Kellen Moore. Yep. Those are the three areas to, that are going to allow T.Y. Hilton to be successful as a cowboy, who's under the most pressure to get the job done, or who do you who do you think is? I, I could even ask it the other way. I'm gonna put it on Dak, and the reason okay. why I put it on Dak because Dak has to find continuity now with the James Washington, and he has to find continuity with the T.Y. Hilton, all while not that he's lo- never thrown a football yeah, to, all while not losing the chemistry that he already has established with the C.D. and Noah and these other guys. Like it's a lot, man. People think that you can just plug and play. You can't just plug and play. You when you go out there and you're you're so dependent on on nonverbal communication when you're so dependent on just reactionary things. You're, I mean, when you start dumping new guys in there, it doesn't just flow like that. Mm-hmm. You hope you hope that it flows like that, but the reality is, it, you need reps, man. It's the reason why you start in OTAs. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why you start in the spring, so that you can build that chemistry, you can build all those communication wavelengths, all those things, so that when you get to these games, you can look at a guy. Give him a head nod, and you guys are on the same page. Yeah. Now you have to look at a guy and give him some sign language, or the receiver next to him has to tell him something, and it slows it slows everything down. And now all of a sudden, he may not be exactly where I want him to be. He may not know exactly where I'm trying to put the ball at. There's a lot. It's the timing. Um, and obviously there's a good bit of pressure on Dak to make it work, but for me the most pressure is on Kellen Moore. Mm. Uh, Kellen Moore is going to have to show that he can scheme up this many receivers without getting away from establishing a dynamic run game that they've already proven that they can do. Uh, it's it's on Kellen Moore to make sure that the matchups are favorable for not just T.Y. Hilton, but across the board, as he has been tasked with doing. And if he can do that, for me, that makes the pressure on Dak Prescott secondary because then for Dak Prescott, it's just about – it's not about keying in on any one receiver. It's about seeing who has the better matchup pre-snap, and then that's your first read. And then as it goes, as the play goes, you go progress throughout your reads if that first read's not there. So for me – it's it starts with where is Ty lining up? How many reps per game is Ty getting? How many times is he called to be the primary target on any on any given route? So forth and so on. And then it's on Dak Prescott to drop back and say, okay, matchup. Ty has the better matchup than CD, or CD has the better matchup, or Gallup has a better matchup than the other two. And that's kind of where it rolls downhill for me. But it starts with the offensive coordinator. It definitely does. I think Kellen Moore is under pressure to make it all work together. But is it a bad problem to have an extra receiver in the fold? Absolutely not. And T.Y. Hilton could add some clarity to a room where your veteran wide receiver is Noah Brown and James Washington. Like Those are your two veteran wide receivers. Even more so, I guess you could throw Michael Gallup into the fold there too. But those are the guys in your room that have done the most at the wide receiver position right this second. However, T.Y. Hilton adds to that. He has twice as much experience nearly as a lot of the guys in the room. So I think that aspect to it works out as well. Give us a call right now, 888-855-2297. We didn't get to take your calls on Tuesday, so we're going to do it today here in this next segment. Give us a call, 888-855-2297. We'll be back with more Talking Cowboys right after this. When you build, you start with the foundation. 
and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA equal housing lender credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. This did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back to Talking Cowboys. Thank you, Christmas gifts while enjoying festive sips during the Christmas Sip and Stroll in the Star District on December 15th. Enjoy holiday tastings, Christmas music, and photo moments, exclusive shopping offers, complimentary gift customization, carolers, hot cocoa, and a whole lot more. I'm not sure how you could really get any more. <clears throat> Our Sip and Stroll features 15 participating shops and restaurants. Visit thestardistrict.com to get your tickets. Sounds like you need some hot cocoa. <clears throat> Yeah, thanks, bud. You need might some need some water. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Great bottle. <clears throat> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Yeah, good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, that's what happens whenever you don't. You take one day off from shows and your voice just yep. decides to, to back out on you. Uh, all right, give us a call, 888-855-2297. We're going to take a couple calls today. We're not going to go the whole show, but we are going to take this first segment. While we're waiting on the call here, Patrick, there mm-hmm. was some pa- practice squad News. It was. It's not official yet, but just rumored for an addition to well, the practice it, squad. If accurate, and, and it'll be confirmed here at some point today. But if accurate, um, nose tackle, veteran nose tackle Anthony Rush uh, has apparently joined the Cowboys practice squad, and this is per uh, Anthony's IG story that he posted on yesterday. Um, and just a, a quick background on him: he's he's only twenty six. 
so we use the word veteran loosely, but at the same time, he's a bit of a journeyman. He's had, more importantly, or I should say more notably, he's had three stints with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so maybe some inside knowledge um, against the the top adversary in the division and conference on the way to the Cowboys. We'll see who they decide to release from the practice squad because obviously they're jam-packed there, so you got to re- delete one to add one. So And n- nose tackle-wise... It, no, no, Jonathan Hankins. No, Jonathan Hankins. So uh, Jerry Jones said on yesterday to one hundred five point three FM, the fan, that Jonathan Hankins, uh, if he returns, it'll it'll be for the playoffs. He does not foresee Jonathan Hankins returning before the playoffs. Big still, loss, still a good chance that it, it is for the playoffs. Um, it's not worst case scenario, which is great. Uh, sounds like it it is what is alleged, which is maybe a pick strain and not a torn pick, which would absolutely end his season. But if you go back and you look at when the injury happened, it's easy to to see how. It happened and his arm got contorted back mm-hmm. by the falling ball carrier and, and it kind of went from there so Cowboys uh, Hank Hankins was starting to do some work in that yeah, interior sucks, um, and now he's, he's out for the rest of the regular season so. you saw it too yep. when it happened yep. you yep. saw it initially uh, live in game Isaiah goes oh that's a peck yeah it's done how big of a loss? You, you, That's major, man. He was starting to really play well. Yeah, he was really starting to play well. He was moving linemen to the to the in the negative in terms of yeah. in the backfield of, yeah. of running backs, and and that he was a big reason why this defense was starting to have such a turnaround in rush defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to say it's solely him, but he was having a huge impact. He was um, in that in that in that regard. That's why they brought him in. I mean, and. That was one of the underrated signings, I think, of the entire season Agreed. up to this point. Yeah, because it, it got looked over because when they brought him in, it was right after the first 200-yard game. They brought him in again. They brought another him in, 200. and then in another 200-yard hit. So everybody was like, oh, well, that didn't work. And, and then, then, it just, then it just got better, right? <laughs> then teams started averaging less than 90 yards a game yeah. against Dallas all of a sudden, and they had to start going to the air. And now all of a sudden you start seeing turnovers. He's a big reason. They, they had a bit of a fortuitous timing um, in when Hankins uh, suffered this injury because it, he suffered it in the first game back after a couple games finished for Quentin Bohanna. So at least at least they're not without Hankins and Bohanna right now. Bohanna having returned from that knee injury, so but they, but, they but, still but have. Make no mistake, nobody was was doing what Hankins agreed, could do. Agree. I mean, uh, they, you have point, other players though. Yeah, agree. My point is the the big body boy that you need in the middle uh, that you had in Jonathan Hankins you got another one you're able to drop back in and Bohanna was having a really effective season before he missed a couple games after the bye with that knee injury um, but he's back so at least, my point is at least you're not without either and then now we'll see what Anthony Rush can provide if anything hopefully Bohanna learned some things from Hankins too oh, absolutely. you're having a veteran come in yeah. Bohanna had never really had that the guy that would walk in. Carlos Watkins is probably the closest thing, but Watkins isn't that big bodied run stuffer, multiple gap guy. Like, that's what Bohanna and Hankins, Hankins were. Hankins' style is different than anybody else on his defensive front, though. Like, in terms of his ability to actually grab, grab but the Bohanna's the closest to that. Bo's the biggest size. I would say he's probably the next closest size, but style wise, I would say. But I mean, he's to, not, to, it's not to the Kyle's same. point. Uh, hopefully, he picked up some pointers yeah. and, and much, up much like yeah, you know, so. situation, <clears throat> not entirely dissimilar, not the same, but not yeah. dissimilar. I just want Tyler Smith yeah. and Tyron Smith and Jason Peters. Yeah. Tyler has the benefit of being able to learn from those those guys, but in the role that Quentin is set to play, mm-hmm. he didn't have that necessarily. Yeah, until he, didn't, he, he didn't have a Hank template. I just I just want to. I just, I just want to temper the expectations of those that are listening to think that, okay, one guy's gone, he's dropping another big man in right. there, it's going to be the same. Right. It's not it's not no. the same style. No, not at all. 
Isaiah loves tempering expectations yeah, of just, our listeners. Trying to keep it real, man. Yeah, that's true. Real. <laughs> it's, it's better than not having any big body. Exactly. Guy. Exactly. Yeah. Facts. All right, let's take some calls from Talking Cowboys Nation. Starting off with Dan O in Florida. What's up? You're on Talking Cowboys, Dan. Morning, guys. How you doing? Doing great. How about you? Good. Hey, uh, <clears throat> two things I want to say. Uh, the first thing, telling more is. You know, this on-the-job training, all, all we read about at times is, well, he's, he's still learning. He's still learning. This has been going on for three years mm-hmm. or so. And in any other position, if you're in the corporate world, if you don't got your job done between six and 12 months, you're out of there. And I think he, you know, his. I look at some of the past patterns he runs, and, you know, you got two receivers in the same area. I don't know if that's on the receiver or, uh, you know, in his patterns. But I... I I do think McCarthy's got to sit on him a lot more. And maybe they got to give Dak a lot more freedom. I don't know how much freedom Dak has. But to me, you know, Kellen Moore is not the answer. I get the fact he was a college quarterback, and I get the fact he was a pro quarterback. That doesn't necessarily translate to being a good coach. And I'll I'll just wait and hear what you guys have to say about that. The other thing is on the O-line. You know, this is the stretch drive. you got to play your best five. Uh, Josh Wall shouldn't even be in that conversation, in my opinion. And I think, you know, you've got uh, Tyrone coming back. You know, I don't know if you can plug him at right tackle, uh, kick Tyler Smith out to right tackle, or play Jason Peters. And I, I think I read that they're a little concerned Peters may not have enough gas. If that's the case, find some other combination. In my opinion, find some other combination with those guys uh, but Josh Ball, he can't be out there. So uh, I'll hang up and, and see what you guys say. And I'm going to the, the Jaguar game. So Oh, there you go. Oh, get loud. Yep. Duval. Oh, you're on uh, yeah. Cowboys no, podcast. No, I'm we just don't saying. Get, that's what they're going to be hearing out we, there. Yeah. Duval. I'm yeah, just, I'm gonna, wow. yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Wow. <laughs> thank you, Dan, for the call. Appreciate you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that one. I yeah, think that's what uh, you're going to be hearing you're out on there. The, you're on the wrong airwaves to be saying that. Okay, let's let's hit the Kellen Moore thing first. Isaiah, you perked up a little bit whenever he said that. I just thought it was funny that he said that he should. In, in a corporate role, he's world. not wrong. He's not wrong, but this is not corporate. No, it's not. That's kind of where I was going to go. Very uh, much so relationship based. Mm-hmm. And when you've been in a part of an organization, an organization loves you. You're going to have all the time in the world that they want to give you to to figure things out. And I think that while he's figuring things out, and while he's gaining wisdom and insight from McCarthy and experience, he's becoming a better offensive coordinator. I don't think that he's ever been a bad offensive coordinator. I think he's been a really good offensive coordinator, and I think he's continuing to get better. He still has his vices, much like all coordinators do, no matter if you're a special teams, offense, or defense. You're going to have your things that you kind of your crutches that you kind of go back to, and he's figuring those things out. Now we don't like when he starts trying to air the things out, but mm-hmm. let's understand his uh, his foundation. You know, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you go to as much counseling as you want to to handle your issues. You still got to deal with those issues from time to time. <laughs> right. So that's his vice, and he's figuring it out. I, there are a couple things that I look at with Kellen Moore's offense, and I don't love. And Dan actually pointed one out. There was the the dual receivers and and very similar routes 
That happens way too much where two guys are running the same route and they're right next to each other or they're convoluting things and it's just a real confusing pattern. And then all of a sudden it leads to an interception. I feel like four interceptions this year. I can go back and look at them. One including this past week against the Texans where it's been two guys in the same area. One was against Green Bay. Two guys in the same area. It happens way too much. And if that that continues to be a problem, then why are you still doing it? I agree. And and I'm of the mindset, I believe Kellen Moore is a good offensive coordinator. And I'm 100% in agreement with Isaiah in that the times in which you question him is it's always twofold. It's either one, it's a situation like that where it's like, why why was this schemed up this way pre-snap? And the other is, why'd you get so cute? when all you had to do was punch him in the mouth. And the second part of that goes to just uh, he's a former quarterback and he's going to always have that itch. Hell, he said it. He told you that if it, if it were up to him, he would throw the ball, you know, 60-plus times a game. But he understands. He said it tongue-in-cheek because he understands that's not how you're going to win games if you're coordinating the Cowboys. But to your point, Dan, oh, you, you would like to see Mike McCarthy kind of sit on him more often. And that's actually been happening, literally, in 2020, 2022, more so than previously in their relationship. That's why the Cowboys have recommitted to the run game. That's why you're seeing more Tony Pollard on the field at the same time and or in lieu of Ezekiel Elliott to the point where the snap counts might be in Pollard's favor, depending on who's winning their matchups on any particular week. This is all influence from Mike McCarthy. So I, I believe that Kellen Moore is a good offensive coordinator, but I believe that he's improving because of Mike McCarthy mm-hmm. and Dak Prescott. And finally, to answer the question as far as how much power Dak Prescott has at the line of scrimmage, tons. Yeah. <laughs> tons. <laughs> so No doubt. No doubt. Let's go to our second caller. Arlie in Connecticut, you are on Talking Cowboys. How's it going? Good. How are you guys? Doing, Doing great. great. Thanks for the call. Good. I love the call. I just I remember being a kid, and the first time I turned on the TV, I had on NBC, and O.J. Simpson was on, and my dad said, turn to CBS. That's who you watch, and that was the Cowboys. That was 1976. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so anyway, um, my thing is this, is that I people keep asking me, why is Dallas trying to get another wide receiver? Why are they trying to get another receiver? And I keep telling them that if any one of those guys goes down, it's a major drop-off. There's nobody. And I think the reason they're looking at OBJ and the reason that they're looking at T.Y. Hilton is just to have some kind of bounce back. If one of those guys goes down, they'll have something. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah. Uh, thanks for the call. Appreciate you as always. But, uh, Patrick, you want to start? 100%. I, I think I'm right there, too. 100%. This is a, a, it's an occupational hazard in the game of football that you're slapping, you're, you're throwing yourself at other bodies who are throwing themselves at you and injuries happen. Knock on wood, you don't want to see it happen, but it happens, especially at this point in the season and in the playoffs. And what you can't have happen is you go into a game, a playoff game, it's win or go home, and you lose one of your, your top receivers and then the woulda, shoulda, couldas. Oh, well, we could have had a T.Y., but we were all set at the time. We could have tried OBJ and see how that went, but we were all set at the time. You can't have it, especially when you see what the Eagles are doing. Hell, nobody's questioning the Eagles. Their defensive line was already stout, but then they kept dropping guys into it. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, hey, they see the Eagles' blueprint, the Rams' blueprint, but when the Cowboys try to do it, (laughs) hashtag keep that energy. When the Cowboys try to do it, it's why are they doing this? They're already set. You're never as set as you think you are because when the playoffs come, somebody's going to go down. And you hope it's not a key player, but if it is, have those extra players to jump in and say, I got you, I got you. 
I agree with you, and I agree with him. This is the front office being proactive. Yes. This is this is what people ask the front, for. This is exactly what people ask for. This is uh, Will McClay and everybody else that's in the scouting department doing their homework and positioning this team to be in the best our best best position to seek out the opportunities that are going to be present when the playoffs uh, present themselves. Not only is this a depth move and an addition of Hankins and uh, addressing particular areas of concern, this is a matchup move. Mm-hmm. So when you start facing opponents, understand all players don't present the same opportunity based upon the opponent. Sometimes it's going to be better to have a T.Y. out there. Sometimes it's going to be better to have a, a Noah Brown out there, a James Washington. It's like, you want to have the flexibility to position yourself to be able to address whatever weakness that defense provides or whatever area you're talking about, offense, defense, special teams, okay? You want to be able to address that area with the best game plan possible. And so a lot of times the best game plan is the best personnel. So if you're going into every game with the same personnel, thinking that you're going to beat every team with that same personnel, your chances are probably not you're going not. to be great. So this is a good move. If he is what he has been in the past, this is a great move for depth. And this is a great move for, for for versatility because now your last two additions at the receiver position now come in light of speed, mm-hmm. pushing things down the field, and now stretching defenses. And who has been over the past year, you know, not necessarily this year, but last year your main guy was who? Dalton Schultz, okay? Mm-hmm. Dalton was your guy. All right, well, you, you saw Dalton have his resurgence last week. How can you get him the ball more? How can you get more highly accurate passes? Get the defense to back up. Well, now all of a sudden you have a James Washington that can push things down the field. You have Michael Gallup that has his legs underneath him. Now you have a T.Y. Hilton that can push the, the secondary back, and now you're asking linebackers to cover your underneath coverage. It's a good thing when you start looking at matchups. It's the Kansas City Chiefs formula. Yeah. Yeah? That's right. Just throw as many speed, speedy, handsy receivers and and quality tight ends, Travis Kelsey, obviously, yeah. at the opposing defense as possible in waves to the point where on any given week, uh, you know Kelsey's going to go off. But as far as what receiver is going to go off for the Chiefs on any you given never week, know. you never know. Yep. And that's what, the, that's what the Cowboys are trying to set themselves up to be. I will say right now, let me ask you this question. T.Y. Hilton, Jalen Tolbert, or Kevontae Turpin in a formation, which one are you taking? In a formation, in a, in a oh, offensive, as, a, as a, no, and as an offensive mind, who would you rather put out there? T.Y. Hilton, Cavante oh, I mean, Turpin. If T.Y. is what he's been, I'm even if he's more. not, even if he's I half of what he's been, I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to yeah. T.Y. on this because yeah. I'm, I'm going to go to the the veteran savvy, the ability to to read coverage pre-snap to be able after the snap to know how the leans work on the defensive backs this is not to say someone that Turpin who has he's a rookie but that's air quotes but nonetheless he doesn't have the experience (laughs) that that Hilton does Jalen Tolbert absolutely doesn't have the experience that T.Y. Hilton does so again T.Y. Hilton is fully healthy says the Cowboys medical staff says Mike McCarthy give me that and the mental savvy of the veteran who's a decade plus, yeah. who has several thousand yard receivers, who, who has lined up against the best defensive backs in the NFL time and again. And in his prime, been able to say, hey, if you lean this way, I know which way you're shading, so forth and so on. Who can help read coverages and then look back at Dak Prescott and say, hey, hey, heads up. Something yeah. like that. So there are levels to this. So for me, out of those three, it's hand down T.Y. All right, let's go to our next caller. Brian in Denver, you're on Talking Cowboys. Last caller of the day. Brian, how's it going? Hey, good. Thanks for taking my call, guys. <clears throat> Appreciate yeah. it. What's going on? I just I had a quick uh, Zeke stack that, uh, that I wanted to share that I came across because he's on my fantasy team, and I was <laughs> happened to be looking at his game log. 
So after the Texans win on Sunday, the Cowboys are now 9-0 and when Zeke gets 15 or more carries. What do you his know? 15, his 15th carry against the Texans, the touchdown. <laughs> the, ball don't, the ball don't lie, boys. <laughs> sure and does real, not. real quick. Real quick, Patrick, I've been following you for years and years, man, and your life story is a uh, true inspiration, and it should give people hope. And uh, I just appreciate you. But uh, but saying all that, in and out better than Whataburger. Oh, stop it. You ended it on that. Wow. Beamer, block that phone number. I just hung up on it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, good good for you. Good for you. No, man. Almost there. Dude, he he just, he he puts you up on this pedestal. And then he just there. drove you into the ground. He was almost there. Oh man! Uh, still love you, but uh, you know what? No, no, it, you e- don't. E- no, yeah, because <laughs> okay. everyone deserves a second chance. <laughs> so the next time you call in, um, let's let's try to grow from that from that very very poor take. Let's I try love to grow from I that. love how proud Beamer was. Beamer got so quick onto the mic and said, "I just hung up on him." <laughs> we love you, Thank goodness! We love, wow, uh, that's a fantastic stat on Zeke. Fantastic. A lot of that is because when he gets 15 carries, you're salting a game away. Yeah. It, I mean, and this is a conversation that's been a thing on Cowboys Twitter for years. I think is is the the amount of games that you win whenever Zeke hits X amount of carries. It's not necessarily the the cause of the wins, but it does help out, no doubt about it, because when you can run the football as effectively as you have been, yep. you're going to win some games. Yep. You're going to win some games. It's a fact. Absolutely. All right, let's take our second break. When we come back, we're going to give you a preview to the preview because we're going to talk a lot about the Cowboys' defense and the Jags' offense tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the Jags offense, or excuse me, the Jags defense versus the Cowboys offense coming up on Friday. We'll talk about it when we come back right after this on Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Little sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. 
Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, give you a chance that, in case you missed it, a new game day staple has just arrived. Introducing the Dallas Cowboys and True Brand Hats. They have now collabed together. Head to the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com. A fanatics experience to get your favorite style today. True brand, you know what that is? I do. Who is that? I'm gonna have to go give me a hat, Kyle. Those are nice. I like hats. I like. I'm. I've been waiting for the Cowboys and True Brand to to collab. Gucci Danucci. I wonder if it had to wait until Ben Danucci was no longer on the roster. I wonder if that's what happened. But now they're together. That's what matters. But he's no longer on the roster, so maybe they had to wait until. Do you have a cowboy hat, Kyle? Do I have a like just like a straight cowboy cowboy hat? hat. I used to. I don't have one right now. I don't know. I've actually asked. I asked Lorena for for a, cowboy hat. for a cowboy hat. No way. Yeah, I wanted. I like. I wanted it for Christmas or something. Does does, yeah. does your fiance put any parameters on you around Christmas time to not allow yourself to get anything? My wife, oh, my wife bans me from she, like from buying things. Yeah. No. Well, my mom used to do that though. My yeah. mom used to be like, "Don't buy anything." <laughs> She's so mad at me. Really? What'd you buy? I just get myself. What if did I, you I do? have a need, you go get I, it. I take care of. It. I don't yeah. rely on other people to take In care fact, of my needs. Yeah. So she gets mad at me around. Well, Christmas that's the difference time. between being like an adult and yeah. being. She'll text me in thirty seconds. Now. <laughs> not an adult. Yeah, not an adult is yeah. the fact that like if you need something, you usually go, go get, get it, it. Yeah. and you usually go buy it. So it right. makes things tougher. So I don't blame her for it. Honestly, I don't. I don't. If if Lorena were to tell me I want to get you something nice for Christmas, don't buy anything. Yeah. At least without consulting me first. But everything's on sale <laughs> right now. So like if you have a need. And it's on sale. Yeah. You're going to have to buy it anyways. But you, anyway, right. you, you don't wait. Save the and and, and but be they disappointed be, that you don't get it. Then those, have to go pay full price Those for around it. you could be doing the same thing to could buy you be. Christmas presents. Well, maybe that's, that's the angle. You said could. But they you got to trust so, them in that regard. Oh, You've yeah. got to trust that they know that it's on clearance or on sale or whatever it is yeah, to get sale. there. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I need something, nah. I'm going to get it. And you, I'm sorry you in that advance that? if you have that particular thing no. as a gift idea. Life is about being able to pivot. Mm. So pivot. Yeah. Adapt. I like, I like it. That's what dreads stick together. There we go. Pivot. Mm. Adapt. Show me your creativity. Do you have a cowboy hat? I, I do not have a cowboy hat. Wow. Disappointed in both of you guys. I mean, do you I have, have a cowboy have, hat? I do I have a cowboy hat? Wear it tomorrow. I have a cowboy hat and I have cowboy hat. He's got his Ford Victory Monday. Let me wear my cowboy hat tomorrow. Wear it tomorrow. Bet you won't on special edition. Bet you won't. Bet you won't. Double dog dare With you. Boots. <laughs> Triple dog. I'm wearing my boots dare too. You. I'm wearing boots too. Bro, Triple dog. I would dare you. Is it a is it a white cowboy hat or is it black? No, it's black. It's brown. That, ooh, okay. 
That's pretty sweet. I want a I want a black cowboy hat. Have you seen Linda Wells' cowboy hat? That thing is baller. That joint's fire. Fire. That boy look like the Dark Knight. Yeah, he does. Best looks. Yeah, I I completely agree. All right. Tomorrow we're gonna preview. We're gonna push everything back a week uh, a day this week since we didn't have Tuesday. We're gonna push everything back. Tomorrow we're gonna talk about the Cowboys' defense going up against the Jacksonville offense. Okay, yeah, that cowboy hat's pretty fire. Okay, I like your son's cowboy hat too. Yeah, you see that beamer? Yeah, let's see if we can get up get up on the. The, the one shot here. Mm. Isaiah's one shot. There you go. Yeah. You see it. It's also a plug for the Instagram. You see it. It is. Get on the, get on the gram. Are you going to boost that post? It's got a boost post right there. You can nah, boost it. I don't boost posts, man. Let mm. the people decide. I okay. Respect, <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> boost post. Let it be organic. Post? Like, it, it, it puts it out you, as a sponsored post. Like, where more people uh, that attention. don't follow you will see it. I need a sponsor to the sponsor the me. <laughs> <laughs> then you can then boost, boost the post. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to preview the Cowboys defense going up against Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Zay Jones. Oof. you got to throw Evan Ingram they into the fold dudes, now uh, on that offense. You know, this is not the Houston dudes. Texans. And they have a great coach, offensive-minded coach. One Doug who Peterson. happens to know the Cowboys a little bit quite well. Little yeah. bit. So we're going to hit that really hard tomorrow, Good. three segments of that preview. And then on Friday, we're going to do two segments of Cowboys uh, offense going up against the Jacksonville defense. Maybe a day where the offense could – really win you the football game because mm-hmm. that defense is okay they're the jacksonville offense is really good they're going to test this yeah. this cowboys stat defense. wise they're right there with dallas no doubt like when you look at the top offenses in the league stat wise they're there right there it's yeah. the cowboys and jacksonville and hey. they've been playing they just really haven't put up well as many lately points. they just yeah. haven't put the ball in the end zone as much as they as they should but they're moving the ball they're figuring that out too yeah, yeah they they're, they're starting to yeah. find the end zone hey, kelvin introducing mr lawrence Mm. Yeah, he's accurate. He's, he's going he's to aim at you a lot. Yes, he is. So we'll hit those previews hard tomorrow, but that does it for us here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee the Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. For Chris Beam, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the star in Frisco. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!